0: Go all systems are nominal. Well, good afternoon, out and abouters. I am your host, Captain DJ Maeve, and you are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane on 88.1 and 92.3 FM. Yes. We're back in the saddle again. We we have a guest today. I'm so excited. We have Katia uh, Jasmine from the Creole Resources. From Creole Resources. Hello, welcome. Hi. Oh, let me turn on your microphone. That'd be good. Um, Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Great. That's that's good. Um. I'm really excited to talk about your organization and, you know, and something we don't probably think about or most people don't even know about. Mm-hmm. So, I'm really excited to hear what you have to say. How, did you find the place okay?
1: Yes, I did. It was easy to get here. Okay, good.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's the central library. So, it's in the middle <laughs> yeah. of it. Middle of it. Everything. Um, so... Why don't we start out, why don't you just tell me a little bit about Creole Re- Resources, Katya?
1: Okay, Creole Resources is a nonprofit organization here in Spokane, and um, what we do, we help immigrants and refugees, so most of the people we help is from Haiti. Okay. So um, you know that the population, the Haitian population, is growing in Spokane. So we create that organization to help them with job searching, with housing, and for them to get used to the culture too.
0: Okay. So now, so Creole, just to kind of back up a little bit, Creole is is. Is it the main language spoken in Haiti?
1: Yeah, they speak, we speak Creole in Haiti and also French.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. so what... So, you know, I think there's Creole food and Cajun food, but Cajun isn't Creole. Cajun's is sort of a different dialect of French. And is Creole a dialect of French as well, or is it related um, to
1: French? Um, it's kind of related to French because, um, like... Uh, In Haiti, like you said, um, not the majority of people speak French, but um, we speak French and Creole. Okay. Creole is like a combine of English and a dialect, and then they make like... Right, right.
0: And I think there's some like African roots Mm -hmm. in Creole Mm -hmm. as well, right? Yeah. Um, And so when you have... So are people here... Uh, from Haiti are they refugees are they people just immigrating how does that work how does somebody get here from Haiti?
1: okay so like starting from me I move here because like my parents they 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 are from they move here like a long time ago
0: your parents did. yeah okay. my
1: parents so um they Requested me, so I came with my residents and all that. But we have other people here; they are refugees, and they are. We have the Biden program, so like anyone can sponsor any Haitian. So, like most of the Haitian we have here are from that program, the Biden program. So it's like a two-year contract. um, They give them, and they can work. And then after that, I don't know what they're going to do with them, if they're going to send them to back to Haiti or they can apply to stay here. Okay. Right.
0: And, and what's, now I know Haiti seems like it's just had a really bad string of bad luck lately oh, yeah. with, with earthquakes and, and hurricanes and all that. What and and there's been political turmoil in the past. Is there still political? Turmoil oh, yeah, there?
1: yeah. They killed the president, I think, two years ago, and they still haven't find who killed the president, really? which is yeah. And gang members there, it's it's crazy. Do you like, think
0: Jean uh, Paul Aristide might step up again? Oh. Uh,
1: it's hard to answer that because like I wasn't I wasn't a fan of him so yeah yeah because like when um, Aristide wasn't like you know the president over there and uh, we had to leave the country because we have like gang members that came to our house and trying to kill us and then it was like the insecurity and we had to move in Dominican Republic yeah, that's which is what just think. right across the border on right the same across, island. Yes, same yeah. island, right across the border, and you would you would think that we are on the we are on the same island, and you know the thing will go well. But no for some reason, he, um Dominican hate Haitian people. Really? Yeah, they are killing our um, people there, and also um, they go to the schools and get our kids. You know, if you, if you black. They just grab okay. the kids and put them on a truck, and we don't know what they do with our kids. And well, wow. so so is so
0: you know if I one were to look at the island, would it be mostly Hispanic people in Dominican Republic and mostly black people in Haiti?
1: Yeah, is that it's, the way it works? it's it works like that, but there are a lot of um,
0: okay. Black, you keep talking? Yeah, a okay. lot of I, black I've people. I've got to let somebody want, in here. Is this your dad?
1: Yeah, okay. my dad. All
0: right. So,
1: so they are like other you keep talking, yeah, people, I'm gonna go and and it's not like yeah, it's the same island. And I I was thinking that we can work together, um, but it's different. It's different how how Dominican hate Haitian, and yeah, they treat us bad. And I don't I don't see I don't see That's why great. I don't see why all we want to do is like find a better life.
0: And you yeah. just did. An outstanding job. You just, Katia, I got up, I answered the door. Mm -hmm. You kept talking. You were a bigger radio pro than I am, I think, and pulling that off. Welcome, sir. What's your name?
2: My name is Luke Jasmine. I'm Katia's uh, father. Oh, okay. Okay.
1: Yes. Yeah, we were talking about, like, Haiti and Dominican Republic, and I was telling her about, like, uh, um, she asked me about... um, you know, Aiden and, and, and Dominica is the same island. It's just like a...
2: Yes, it's the same island, but it was separated uh, earlier in the 19th century. Uh, but uh, it became two countries to, in, on the same island. But there are conflicts. Uh, there have been conflicts uh, previously. Uh, but uh, we have renewed conflicts right now about uh, a river. Haiti is trying to get a... a a bit of the river to to irrigate um, cultural land. Okay. And and uh, the Dominican government refused. So since the river started at Dominican Republic and it goes inside the land of Haiti and then out again, so that the part of the river that comes inside our land, Haitian's land, is supposed to be to us and we can use it. But they refuse us to use but apparently they have, they have backing of uh, other Superpowers, and so. Uh, and, and,
0: do, to, and, and do you find that a lot of the um, a lot of the conflict that takes place that causes refugee situations is from the Dominican Republic? Is that sort of where you're seeing? Not really. Okay.
2: Um, he the land he's uh, has not been cultivated, and we have had uh, uh, numerous leaders. Um, they have impoverished the country, like the resources have have been uh, used uh, to their own um, profit, most of the leaders. And on the other side, the Dominican Republic, their leaders have been using their resources uh, in a better way, you know, for the people. So that's why it differs. I don't think that we can blame them. And they have a better part of the land. The land they have is a a land that you can grow food there because they have the waters and they have all. And in the island where we are, the part of the island we have more mountains and hills, and and our land is not was not preserved. Okay. See, we they have been planting a lot of trees on their side. Plus, they have the the best ground, and our we have the the hill part and more rocky place. Okay. And then we have not been uh, planting trees. And not only that, our rivers they just go down to the sea, oh. and they not um, utilized uh, um, properly, you know, kept properly. So, it's management; it's a question of management. Right.
0: And the, and the crops that were grown there in the past were they pretty much export? Uh, were what like sugarcane things yes. like that? And so, not. Uh, I mean, I mean that all the Seychelles there. It seems like that's sort of the story that. Uh, mm-hmm. colonial powers come in mm-hmm. and exploit the people on the ground, and then people don't have food to eat. Is well, that fair?
2: Well, um, originally Haiti had uh, had to pay France millions and millions of dollars mm-hmm. uh, for uh, their freedom, to keep their freedom. Meaning after we fought uh, the Napoleon army and we kicked them out of there, but they returned with... Uh, big war machines and, and, and boats and they say, hey, unless you guys sign this treaty, we're going to destroy the country. So wow. they had to it's like a uh, armed robbery, you know? Yeah. So France did it. And then so our president, they, our government, they had to sign. So we, 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 we had to pay them millions and millions of dollars and then whatever crops that we were producing uh, an island with you know newly uh, newly freed free freed, freed island mm-hmm. and then and they didn't have the management and everything so they had to pay all that money to keep their freedom so throughout uh, years the years until until recently uh, we were paying them wow. friends the money so uh, whatever were cultivated cultivated in the land whatever we were producing eighty percent of it was going to pay friends wow and that was like hundred years ago, or longer than that. Longer. Right? Yeah, it's only okay. recently we only recently we finished paying that debt. So that impoverished the country too, yeah. and yeah. plus plus uh, a lot of uh, a lot of times like you know we have we have a uh, uh, season that comes by uh, the the earthquake and, mm-hmm. yeah. and things like that oh and you see it's mm-hmm. uh, we cannot blame any other country for really for what Haiti has gone through. It's mostly natural. Natural disasters come our way, yeah. And, oh, yeah, and stuff like that. But we we will get out of it.
0: How How are the relationships with uh, France now? Are they better? Or?
2: Well, we since we have um, bowed their language, meaning like uh, the French language never left the country. And and when you speak, when you speak a language, and you teach your kids uh, there. Uh, culture. It's like it's, it's a f- the French culture is so embedded there; yeah. they never left, really. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, so uh, then, then uh, you know, what you gonna do? We speak. We only recently we started to uh, teach the Creole, mm-hmm. um, the Creole, our mother language, in schools. Okay. But before that, it had to be French. You had to speak French because that was our official language. <laughs> Not only that, France always kept their ambassadors. In Haiti, they always have a diplomatic presence in Haiti. And plus the fact most of the land they left behind, when they left, they left them to the, the bastard, uh, they called the mulattoes. Right. Mm-hmm. They, they, they mm-hmm. were the kids, kids, kids the, the, the kids with the African women and that was there and stuff like that. So they left them everything, all the economics. So... Uh, the, the mass population never really had anything in their hands to begin with because yeah. they were always dominated by by the, the, the minority okay. uh, uh, mulattoes and still is going on today. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. So your organization, as far as Creole Resources, probably somebody who comes to Spokane probably has a family member here already. Is that sort of how it works? Or
2: Okay. Right now... Um, a lot of people are coming to United States through the uh, Biden Indian administration program, program mm-hmm. okay? okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a way to alleviate the the pain that they're going through because uh, the disasters that happen to Haiti leave Haiti in a position where they can't, they can't really take care of their people, mm-hmm. okay? okay? And so, uh, escape is to United States to other places that open for Haitians. And we have we see a lot of young Haitians living in the countries. Some of them come here in the United States, but some of them they have family members and receive them. Some do not have family members okay. to receive them mm-hmm. and and that's why uh, i don 't know how they get here like that because people just get them to come, and sometimes they come in conditions that are not that are substandard so So we have uh, in our position, we want to uh, re- welcome some of the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are coming and who doesn't have any place to go. Instead of becoming homeless, and we already have a homeless population uh, and to, to work with, to, to handle, we're not even handling it. Wow. So we resources yeah. not only there to receive these people if they come should come around and uh, we want to create an atmosphere where they could come and learn the language mm-hmm. uh, they could uh, learn the system mm-hmm. because this is not the same system as they, they were accustomed to. Okay, And um, and, and find them jobs and help them with paperwork and all that. So this is what we do.
1: Yeah, we translate uh, for them too. We translate for them okay. and, mm-hmm. and,
2: and try to welcome these people who are coming. Uh, give them a welcome and not, not let them come here and don't know where to go and just yeah. become uh, it, it, part of the... I, I mean, uh, I would think the culture
0: here would be... So, I mean, the weather here mm-hmm. must mm-hmm. be a big shock. I mean, yeah. yeah. when people come in, it's so cold. It has to be just such an odd experience for yes. people. So let's say I'm a Haitian refugee and I'm in Spokane. Would I be kind of set up with you before I got here? Would people know about your organization before they got here? Or would, would it just you just hope that they would find out about you?
1: Okay, so we have a Facebook page and like Creole Resources. We're trying to do like some event, like not monthly, but to... Like, so That's people right. can know okay. about us. Yeah. Okay. So, we mm-hmm. do some um, Facebook Live, um, TikToks, and send out, like, so people can know we are here. We are Creole Resources here in Spokane. So, if they need you. any help, mm-hmm. so they can come to us and they can call us and for anything they need, like, you know. Yeah. And, yeah, that's what we've been doing and then I uh, we go around and then let the, or the other organization know that we are clear resources. So we if exist. they know anything like Haitian, you know, some other organization there they might be helping some Haitian, but for them they might need trust someone to translate for them, but oh, they sure. don't need that. We are here, we can do that because Haitian they are kind of the way we were raised that um they they don't like asking for help. Yeah. Even though yeah. they are struggle, right. you know they mm-hmm. they had that pride, self reliance. So, yeah, and, yeah. So like with us, they feel comfortable.
0: Yeah, that's that's cool. Cause, yeah, because I mean, there's other um, relief organ like mm-hmm. World Relief mm-hmm. in Spokane. Mm-hmm. So they probably contact you and mm-hmm. say, "Oh, this is a person that yeah. right. that could use your help," and mm-hmm. um, and. So is the food The food is so delicious now, Oh my god I want
1: you to try our food nah. <laughs> Yeah, <I laughs> but like to, yeah.
0: And, You know I mean I think the only uh, Place that is like that In Spokane Is Vucaré Right I mean is that That's right. Creole food But is it Probably not representative.
2: It's, it's a different uh, food than the Haitian food. Okay. Uh, Creole Haitian food. Um, we are uh, soon enough. We will be have. We will have a restaurant, a Haitian mm-hmm. restaurant, in town. No way! Yes. Oh, we that's going to be fantastic. Uh, Katja is working on that now. So you will get to. You guys will get to taste Haitian food, the Haitian cuisine. Mm-hmm. It's. Uh, it's very delicious it's more it's closer to the jamaican cuisine but not quite because we use different spice mm-hmm. okay uh, and but um caribbean cuisine is is uh, is very good the haitian cuisine and then people like it they tend to once they eat it they want to eat it more more of it you know okay and and to come back to um haitians coming here is that um not only we want to receive them, but we want to give them, show them the way. Mm-hmm. Like myself, I've been in the States since uh, in 1971. I've been living here back and forth to Haiti. And, and you've been really involved in the local community. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yeah. definitely. Yes. definitely. We have Luke, uh, Luke, my son, Luke Jasmine. Mm-hmm. He is, uh, he's well well involved in everything. <laughs> yeah, you know, Luke so.
0: and I were in a presentation before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's
2: yeah. a
1: connector. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, is. Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah. And... Um, I'm the father. I'm a pastor myself. I um, I started a church here. What, um, what
1: church are you? What,
0: what
2: church? It's Eglise Evangelique Maranata. It's a Maranata Mar- church, evangelical church. It's in uh, Lower South Hill, okay. Perry District. Okay. And uh, it's at the Emmanuel Life Center, the oh, second floor. Sure, I know yeah, where Yeah, that's that is where on. the church is. We operate from 10 a.m. to 12 noon every Sunday. On Wednesday evening, we have prayer meeting and... And it's it's a pretty much pretty group of people. We have Haitians and Americans, and also people come in, and we are bilingual. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we put in some Spanish in there, depending on who comes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's it's a it's a get together, very good. We we pray a lot, and and in the same way, it's like uh, um, we try to reach out to people in in not only physically but. Uh, spiritually also
0: okay you know
2: and uh, so like uh for the Haitians coming here we want them to find a place and not only Haitians mm-hmm. um, I was telling Katja not only Haitians because we have some Africans that come mm-hmm. and some uh, French-speaking Africans mm-hmm. and some of them are going through a hard time too even though they have world relief world relief is doing a great job yeah very great yeah. job yeah. but but more is needed yeah Need yeah, that. absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm going to do my 20-minute break stuff,
0: and then we're going to come back, because I, I haven't even started to ask you the questions. That no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm getting this off on a tangent here. No. But before I break, why don't we tell people how they can find out more about your organization, if they want to contribute to it, or if they want to be involved. How would somebody reach out to you to find out more? Okay.
1: So on Facebook, um, our web, uh, Facebook page is Creole Resources. And our Instagram is the same, Creole Resources, and the phone number they can reach out to is 509-990-6472.
0: And you have a and website, we have too. a
1: website. Yeah. It's uh, creoleresources.com.
0: Okay, that's easy enough to remember. All right, everybody, we're going to be back after I do my 20-minute business, and here we go. Yes.
3: Greetings. This is Toby Radloff, the genuine nerd, inviting you to tune in to Rusty's Radio Funhouse every Friday from 2 to 3 p.m. right here on KYRS, your community radio station.
4: This is your KYRS live and local calendar for January 29th through February 2nd. Monday, open jam at Jackson Street, open mic hosted by Anthony Singleton at Live Entertainment next to the Goody Bar and Grill, and open mic at the Red Room. Tuesday, Kyle Richard at Live Entertainment, open jam at Jackson Street, and Jerry Lee Raines at Zola. Wednesday, Outbound at Iron Horse in the Valley, Ben Vogel at Zeke's Pizza, The Elevators at The Knitting Factory, Sloth Rust and Weakened Friends at The District, Open Mic at The Checkerboard, and The Roommate's Jam at The Red Room. Thursday, Homebrew String Band at The Grain Shed, Isaac Smith at Arborcrest. Max Malone at McCracken's, the Jared Hall Quartet at Emma Roos, and DJ Storm at The Red Room. Friday, Ron Green at Bistango Martini Lounge, Grin, Dirty Savage, and others at The Big Dipper, Ring Finger and Wire Spine at The District, and Foos Fighters, Light and Mirrors, and The Flies at the knitting factory. For an entire hour of local musicians, tune into Sounds of Spokane every Sunday night at 8 on KYRS. Your radio station, KYRS
1: actively supports the diversity of the Spokane area, celebrating the many voices that make up our region. Our volunteer-run station hosts a variety of shows that feature otherwise unheard perspectives and opinions. In a sense, KYRS is working against institutional racism, sexism, homophobia, and other forms of oppression simply by existing in opposition to mainstream media. Please make a pledge today by texting "Give GIVEKYRS to the number 44321. Your support keeps KYRS operating during a time when our community needs free and open media the most.
0: The Inland Northwest Coalition for the Liberation of Palestine presents Experience Palestine, a film festival aimed at educating the community about Palestine and its people. This event will take place at the Unitarian Universalist Universalist Church and aims to shed light on the human stories behind the ongoing struggle for justice. All films are scheduled from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. on the following dates, January 28th, February 4th, 11th and 18th. Experience Palestine at the Universe at the Unitarian Universalist Church, 4340 West Willstocks Way, Spokane. Information at inwclp.com and info at inwclp.com. And welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Out and About on KYRS Medical Lakes Spokane. I am your host, Captain DJ Maeve, and I am talking to a couple of my new friends from Creole Resources. We've got Katia Jasmine and Luke Jasmine. And uh, we were just sort of talking. We were talking a little bit about uh, the church that you have as well. Yes. And um, do you find that a lot of the refugees are affiliated? I mean, Haiti has a really... Um, it has a very rich background of religion, right? I mean, it yes. It has uh, is Catholic. I mean, it's just everything. All across it, has the board.
2: A, it has the Catholic, it has the uh, Protestant, it has the uh, the Voodooism, yeah, Voodoo, uh, and, yeah. Uh, and all that. But uh, um, mainly, Haitians are um, are doing the, are following the Catholic, uh, the, let's say um, Roman Catholic. Uh, and then uh now a surge of the evangelical has taken over, and uh, most likely right now, Haiti is predominantly protestant, okay you know? and uh we we wish we didn't have uh so much so many people believing in in, in the voodoo and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that yes yeah. so I'm <laughs> sure that's <laughs> probably what you get the most <laughs> yeah. about right voodoo we yeah. wish uh, uh because uh, uh, internationally they know Haiti for, uh, has a place that has voodoo and stuff and it, it leaves a, a negative uh yeah it's like a negative quotation so so but um, most likely haitians are believers they they do believe in god mm-hmm. and and want to serve god and I I was raised in a Roman Catholic family, uh, uh, practicing year. and then when I got older I, I chose Jesus Christ as my personal savior and then and and on and on and I've been all my life in church, so apparently uh now I'm a pastor. So, okay, wow, that's a great
0: yeah. that's a great uh journey. Yeah. Um and of course zombies, that's part <laughs> oh, yes. right. But you know, I always feel bad about the Haitian zombies because they're not the f- they're not the the, the American flesh eating zombies. They're just well, sort of docile workers, right? Well,
2: I I never saw one myself, and I don't know if they do exist. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just uh, it's stories I hear about right. zombies and stuff, right? And um, yeah, but, I don't uh, think they
1: look like the one we see on TV or it's the a myth. Of It's a myth. <laughs> yeah, not like those no. Yeah,
2: Mm-mm. it's a myth. But people do believe. Uh, people can believe in anything. Oh, yeah. I believe if, you, if we have a light bulb and you tell people it's God, some people gonna believe it, you know. So oh, yeah, yes, yeah, so, um, yeah, and that's how I, I see it. I see the voodoo is like uh, telltales and people believe and they believe in the dark and yes. stuff and they believe in trees and stuff. So Panamistic sort pe- of thing. people worship worship anything they want to worship. Yeah, I know we were born we are born to worship. Yeah. it's in us so um, some people the channel the energy in one way or yeah. their own way you right, know what I would say. right. Mm-hmm. when you um, when folks
0: come here from Haiti I'm sure it's all across the spectrum but what what do you see as like the number one thing that consistently comes through that they need
2: work work okay work uh, they are hardworking people yes they are um You will find a Haitian trying to get two jobs. I mean, like, he's looking for a job. He says, Can I get two jobs? (laughs) So, well, you're going to get one first, and then let's see if you can get one. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? So, uh, and they want to, the next thing, they want to own a home. They want to own a home. And uh, education is top on their list also. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's why you would, if you go to Boston, Massachusetts, I spent years in Boston, you will find like close to 60% of Haitians, they have a degree. Wow And after a years give them a few years they're gonna to go to the uh, GED and then go to the uni- uh, uh, community college and mm-hmm. then then to university and then uh, so you have a, a large population of Haitians wherever you go you find them they're very educated and some of them come from very modest background, but they they, they managed to make it Give them a chance anyway. that's why if, if, if we were if Haiti would get a chance. You wouldn't have so many Haitians going overseas, other countries, searching for, for uh, better
1: life. Better yeah. life, yeah. You know,
2: uh, and because but they are not given the chance because so many, there are so many actors trying to keep the country down, and, and it's like people are investing money just to keep it down. It's it's incredible. I'm not a politician, but I can feel it. Sure. Yeah,
1: because some Haitians they go to college, they have a degree, but they cannot find any jobs.
0: Yeah. Over I, there in that country.
1: No, I'm, country, I'm sure. Yeah, and they may and, even be Haiti. like
0: a doctor in mm-hmm. Haiti, yeah. and then they come here and that's not worth anything. And oh,
1: yeah, and yeah we come. do have doctors on the group that just that came like eight years ago, uh, eight months ago. So we have some of them down for business administration, down to school to be a doctor, and they are here, they are cleaning hotels. Yeah. What, in, you, in, what in, do you, so.
0: you think drives that? Mm-hmm. Um, desire to learn? Is it desire to, to, to get a better job or is it just like an innate curiosity about the world or like to honor family or to feel like you have a mission in life? What do you think kind of is behind because I know that about Haitian people. They're uh, hardworking yes. and smart. And
2: mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a mix it's a mixed thing. Like you say, you just touch every single mm-hmm. spot of it like um, Family uh, they are very family oriented and they, everybody would like for their parents to be proud of them. Mm-hmm. So they, they have that sense of pride that rush towards to achieve uh, uh, you know uh, not only economically, not for the economic but for the, to gain the knowledge to, to learn and to, to grow. So they have that, so that's why they they're always looking to learn. And then uh, and then if if uh, if they get to to a level, they always look try to get to the next level. Sure. That's one thing with Haitians; they, they they will jump for higher ground, and uh, work hard. They work hard because they they wanna they wanna provide for their family. Mm-hmm. They want to provide. So uh, it's it's a good group, good group of people to have in the community. Mm-hmm. That's why we want to welcome those who want to come here. Um, we only have a problem here. The problem we have here is a housing problem. Yes. yes. Yeah. The housing mm-hmm. problem is is it hurts me when I go underneath the bridge and I see people, homeless people, how they're yeah. living and stuff. Yeah, they say they have a mental problem and stuff like that, but I'm sure there are ways to, to deal with it. Yes. I'm sure if, they, if they really want to do it deal with it mm-hmm. you can deal with it because uh and but if you have other people coming in you don't want to add to that mm-hmm. therefore that's why we're looking for space we're looking for a space where we could receive people who are coming like refugees that are coming uh yeah we could call it economic refugees you could call it whatever political refugees whatever but they are refugees and then and and they are human being they are people. So we we want to be able to help in that area. Do you do you have like a physical place right now,
0: like uh, uh, like a place where people can come and hang out and have coffee and
2: all that stuff? Well, we have the church. Uh, people can come to the church and hang out, but it's, it's still a small church. It's a small area that holds only eighty people. And 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 uh, um, there's a question you have to be careful with health. Oh with sure, health problem. Mm-hmm. And, and and then. Um, we have places that where we have the school where they come and the classes where they come to learn English. Yeah, it's a small area too, so we don't have a, a, a place huge enough to receive people as as many people as we would want. Is, so.
0: is it is it hard? I mean, you know, I guess you know, being an English speaker, mm-hmm. you never think about um, you know. But of course, travel. I travel a lot, and you know, you go places that people don't speak English. Yes but it seems like it's just so ubiquitous that is it is it hard for folks to pick up or is there uh, pick up English when they get here or is it,
1: how's uh, that struggle? For the younger people, is easy, yeah. easier. Because of music yeah, and all yeah. that. And then like the older people, it's kind of hard for them to learn. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But um, we don't mind even though like they are, we want them to come even though it's hard for them to learn so they can meet other people so they can interact and talk to Haitian like them and you know yeah yeah so we have her english class like 3 days a week Wednesday. Oh, very nice. Okay. Yes, yeah, Wednesday. Is that um, at the church? Friday? Um, no. no, it's at another place. We have an admission. Admission. So okay. it's like Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, six to eight thirty a p.m. So so that gives them time, like to get off work and then to come and learn. So we have a teacher. Yeah, you know, we provide English class, and if someone wanna learn Creole too, oh, so, that's, yeah, they can come and fun. learn Creole. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah um and you've got me really excited about this restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's coming, yeah. It's coming. Is that going to be in the Perry district, you know, where it's going to be uh, at? We or we are looking
2: say? for we are going look in, we have the cooks already, we have everything already. We're just looking for the spot, the right spot. We want to put it in a way where everybody can come. Yeah. Uh, everybody, you know, we want to put it in a nice place, you know, and uh everybody's coming because uh we have the funds and we have we're just looking for the right spot. Nice. Okay. It's soon to be, um, yeah, you know, you'll be able to be. I'll make sure that you get an invitation. Oh, thank yeah. Thank you very yeah. much. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah.
0: Um, what do you have uh, events around Creole resources? Are there like fundraisers or things like that that happen?
1: Um, we had uh, so our first event was uh, last year. And, um, we hosted on uh one of my friend backyard, like we decorated so nice. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and, nice. Yeah. So, um, so we invite people cause we wanted all the Haitian to get together to know that they are Haitian living here and stuff. Like we have like seven plus people that show us, 70, 70, 70, yeah, yes. 70 plus wow. that show. Yeah. We'll so it see. was, it was, it was mm-hmm. nice. And then we had Creole, uh, we have Creole food too, which is they enjoyed that. And then, uh, December 23rd, we had another event too. Okay. So, yeah.
0: And are those, do you put those up on the website if people yes. want to kind of like, Yes, we put be it on the like, website. What's next? And okay. then the
1: one we had on the 20, uh, December twenty thirty was like, cause the place we were having it, we couldn't have a lot of you people. know people come in so we had they had to reserve their spot to okay
2: get, yeah but it we was, will soon have a, a bigger event mm-hmm. we will soon have a bigger event and we'll definitely let you know so you could help us oh yeah, uh, yeah. definitely there. yeah let me uh, know we we will uh with we'll, couple months from now we should be able to have another event just to have people get get in touch and, and get involved mm-hmm. in yeah. in that mm-hmm. In that environment, and, and uh, do
0: you, do help. you need volunteers to help, or uh, what? How does that work?
2: Well, right now we have a few volunteers. Uh, right now we have um, more volunteers than this, the place. <laughs> the place that. <laughs> the what place a, to what a wonderful in. problem! <laughs> to yeah, happen. it is. But I'm sure it will grow to some extent where we will need more volunteers. Right now, what what we really need is is um, uh, we need prayer. Mm-hmm. And we need help, like, to find a, a bigger place, a yeah. building. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know in, in Spoken when I first came in Spokane 10 years ago, it was like we had buildings all over the place, empty. Mm-hmm. But now you can't find a, a place. Yeah, it's and and uh, it's, it, it's a very expensive and, and, and very rare. So this is what we need. We need a place. Um, you know, We could call our own and we could have uh, people come in. And the service is needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's needed. Um, especially we have a part where we do application at the church, we do application for people. Like uh, you, you know that not everybody knows how to read. Mm-hmm. A lot of people you see out there, they don't know how to read. And people say, go in the computer, fill an yeah. application. And they don't know how to use the computer. Even mm-hmm. if they use the phone, but to the computer is a different thing for them. And some people don't know how to read. Some people can't fill an application. Right. Like if they're looking for jobs, and they can fill the application, there's no way, and, and most application is, on, is on, on the computer. So we have the service at the church where people could come and we fill out the application for them for free. Do you uh,
0: have, um, when, when folks come to Spokane, um, is there something that you hear from Haitian uh, refugees over and over again, like, mm-hmm. I can't believe this about this place. What do you hear um,
2: from people? Uh, something negative? We, let me tell you, for Asians, Asians, <laughs> they are not negative. They're just nope. so glad to be here. To be here, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and when you come, when you're used to, uh, uh, when you're used to less and you see more, even if you don't have more, you see more, you're looking for the possibility to get that more okay okay, so that's that's the mentality of Haitians. If they come here, they say, "Well, I was there. I didn't have it, or even if I had it, I lost it. So now I better put myself in position to get some to gotcha. do something." So I don't hear any negative about. Um, United States or from Haitians right. you, know? you of course you'll find some negative people they're negative anyway right, right. Yeah. but, yeah, like but the majority of Haitians they just love the country they want to work they want to purchase wherever yeah. yeah, they are wherever grateful. they are, you know, they yeah. are grateful yeah mm-hmm. and and, uh, and that's what I see okay
0: and probably I, I guess I guess do, do, does snow surprise them?
1: Oh, yeah, the some snow. of them, some of them love the snow. So, some love yeah. the snow, but some don't want to <laughs> deal with the. They the cold. love the snow, yeah. <laughs> some,
2: some don't want to deal with the cold. Yeah, I, it's, oh,
1: it's going to be so I remember cool. when I first moved here, and then for me, I used to watch TV, and then on, you know, when the movies they show you that right. it snow on the twenty fifth of December. That's that's, <laughs> that's where all. that's all. Yeah. And it's then, Christmas, and then yeah, Christmas. So yeah. it was. I think it was September, and I then it was it snowing. I was like, what's going on? Why is snow? It's like, yeah. not even December yet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, it was like I, um. when I worked at Gonzaga, we used to have a good, uh, a lot of Pacific Islanders there, uh-huh. and they would be November would roll around, and they'd be out dancing in the snow. Wow, it's so magical, wonderful. You but by March, mm-hmm. yeah. when it was snowing, and they are marching through the snow uh-huh, in their classes, uh-huh. they looked like they were prisoners of war. Oh, yes, is yes, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, we're going to do our twenty-minute. Uh, to the hour stuff, and then uh-huh. we'll be right back. Okay, okay. thank you. I, ha- I loaded up a bunch of uh, Haitian music. Oh, you did? But I don't have so time, because <laughs> we're having such a good conversation, <laughs> which is great. But before we go, let's tell people I like to do this at least three times. How do they find out more about Creole resources?
1: Creole resources, um, let me, the phone number is 509-990-6472. And our Facebook page is Creole Resources, and we have our uh, website is CreoleResources And our Instagram is Creole Resources. I, yeah. There's
2: My a common theme there, Creole is. Resources. Yeah. You could ask for Katya also. Yeah. Oh, okay. Katya, yes.
1: yes. Okay. Perfect.
0: Okay. We're gonna play this, and then we'll be right back, everybody.
4: Tune in Mondays at 4 p.m. for Solidarity Spokane, the Inland Northwest's local labor hour hosted by Cat Sabotage, elevating the voices of everyday workers and worker organizations, fighting for your rights in the workplace and fostering community solidarity. Join us here to reclaim control over your own destiny by reclaiming the conditions and products of your labor. That's Mondays at 4 p.m. here on KYRS Thin Air Community Radio. An injury to one is an injury to all. KYRS is grateful for the many listeners who have donated their vehicles
0: to us. You can join them by donating your unwanted car, truck, minivan, motorcycle, and more. Vehicles are picked up free of charge,
4: sold, and the proceeds help KYRS bring you the programs you know and love. It's easy to donate your vehicle and it's tax deductible.
0: Just call our toll free line to arrange a free pickup. 855 855- k-y-r-s car that's 855-597-7227 thank you out and about receives support from boots bakery and lounge specializing in vegan bistro fare and gluten-free baked goods located in the saranac commons 19 west main street open 7 a.m through 7 p.m monday through saturday 7 a.m through 5 p.m sundays Full menu and information at BootsBakery.com. And welcome back, everybody. I have Katya and Luke Jasmine here, and we're talking about Creole resources. And, you know, one thing I guess I probably should have asked you right at the very beginning, how many uh, folks from Haiti do you figure are in the local area? Do you have any idea?
2: Mm, it's about... Two hundred.
0: Okay, not very many.
2: About two hundred, and uh, we heard that uh, there are some more that work uh, that are coming. In Boston, they have a, a problem in Boston down there where a lot of Haitians are down there, and, and whoever sent for them didn't quite receive them. Oh, okay. So, and I hear that some of them are heading up here. So, and, and that's 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 one of our concern that. When they come, if they come here, they should not be coming depending on on public resources and whatever. We don't want that. Yeah. No, we don't want that because uh, the government has enough in their hands. So we want our community to be able to receive uh, the people who are coming and that that are coming, so we can accommodate them and, and show them the way. Because if, if 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 we are here, we've been here already. We should be able to to guide people. Right. our people and, and especially in the language problem barrier that they have is when someone doesn't speak a language even if they know how to do something they don't know how to mm-hmm. not only that they don't know how to defend themselves also yeah. because a lot of people take advantage of people who don't speak a language Sure. Mm-hmm. See they don't know what to say they don't know where to go and 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 we want to be there that's one of the reason why I want to help Creole Resources. Creole Resources is catchy as stuff. Uh, I'm I'm her father helping her. Right. So so, um, so we want to be able to receive these people. And, and actually right now we are looking for a place where there are many apartments that we can rent. We're looking for resources, whoever wants to help, Creole mm-hmm. Resources. Some people have some money. They want to give some money. Call Catcher, you know. And okay. Yeah. If you if wanna they want to
1: donate. Uh, you want to yeah. donate?
2: Okay. Yeah. call Catcher. or go online and, and and donate. And I know some people are are, are good-hearted. Mm-hmm. And And uh, we're not going to stand in the corner and put a pen out and and beg for it. But if you if you can support your Resources, do it that way. So when we receive people, when the service that we are giving, we we can find resources to help them to okay. help people. And and that's the best way instead of letting people go and, and you know, all around and, and hanging around and, and become a part of homeless population. is not yeah. right. And, you know?
0: and I would imagine you probably have people, well, you'd be a great example of somebody yes. who came here and became successful mm-hmm. and and are able to help other people come in. Are there some other folks that, you know, just to kind of give listeners an idea of what it was like for somebody to come here and work, and then and then become established in the community. Do you have a story of anybody that you could talk well, about?
2: I have a story. I have so Personal story. <laughs> because um, when I came to the United States, I came. I was sixteen. I came to study. I, I, I had a, a purse to aided by the government that was their J- um son. Said, I, I was some kind of smart kid, and they helped me find a purse to go and study in New York. Uh, but uh, when I came here, the English uh when I went to my first class, I couldn't understand what was being said mm-hmm. at all. and I thought I, I knew English, but i I could write it, you know because in school you they teach you how to write it and 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 translate and stuff like that but uh hearing was was bad for me so so I had to go back to high school for one year but but i I found a job. At 17, I found a job. I worked as dishwashers and stuff like that. And I did the best I could to help myself. I didn't leave everything to my parents and stuff. And they were then in Haiti. But Haiti was doing better then because we only had students coming in in here then. We didn't have people coming and visit the place like that because the government was stable. Right. People were working. In Duvalier, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the country was stable. I heard people say, oh, baby duck, papa duck. But they had order. Yes. And after, when you finish school over there, you could find a job. You could find a job. And, and people had something to look for in the country. Not like, like today. Because all the opposing, the people that oppose this government, they come out, they, they can do nothing. You mm-hmm. see, it's like playing soccer. When you're outside the, on, outside the field, you say, you should do it, you should do this. But when you're inside playing, it's a yeah. different ball game, And that's what happened to Haiti. So they kick out some good people, yeah. and they have people that, are, that can't do nothing, in the country, they, they, they kill it. So now I worked my way until I went back to Haiti. Uh, after f- four years of college, I went back. I found a job at Bank of Nova Scotia. I worked there for five years. And, you know, I bought my house. I did things there. My family was there. So I was here and went back to Haiti. Mm -hmm. Because when I came, I was able to go to school and and work and support myself. And a lot of people do that. If you have in mind to produce, you will produce. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Especially in the United States. Especially, I don't know about other countries, but here, if you come in mind, you want to produce, you want to do something. Of course, you will go through little rough times. Everybody goes through rough times sometimes. And then I went back. So after I worked for the bank, I came back up here to study at Northeastern University because I wanted to become the general manager of the bank there in Nova Scotia. So when I came up here and then they kicked Janko Duvali out, the baby duck out and stuff, I didn't go back. I stayed. I had my kids. I married my wife. I had my kids. I raised them. I worked as an accountant, you know, all my life. And and I raised my kids and, and, you know, I have no problem now i'm quasi retired, but yeah. all my kids are doing great are doing well uh, but I did that in the United States, and I came to United States. I didn't come with millions mm-hmm. right yeah so so if I can make it, I'm not saying everybody can yeah. make it, most people can make it
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 and katya, for you, you were still in Haiti, and then you came over and
1: yeah, I was. In Haiti, and then we moved to Dominican Republic. And from Dominican Republic, I moved here. Yeah.
0: And how, how was that? I mean, was that... Um, that must have been difficult for you
2: two to to be separated like yes. that. Yeah, it yes. Yeah, I was. When my wife and I, we came up um, in, to Boston... We left Katya, she was two years old, and then um, um, uh, jo- Jonas was yeah, about four. older the brother. Mm-hmm. Older brother was four. Okay. And we left them there, and then we applied for them. It took us a long time to get our residency, our permanent residency, because we were students. Mm-hmm. It took us a long time to work with the immigration and stuff like that. And by the time we got, they were already teenagers. And, mm-hmm. and so she came here, you were at what age when you came here?
1: 29, 30. 20? 29.
2: 29? Yeah. Okay, she came here. She was 29 <laughs> years old.
1: I thought you were younger. Oh, you made her
2: safer. Oh, my God,
1: Dad.
2: 29? I thought you were younger. So it took us that long to get yeah. the kids here. Yeah. But, of course, we went back. But immigration, uh, the immigration work, they they work slow for us. Yeah, they work slow for us. And my son Jonas is still in Dominican Republic. He's a businessman. Yeah. He's successful, and he doesn't like to stay here. He comes here for three days and he goes back. Yeah, well, he, he's, yeah. he's a very successful man. So uh, you know, we don't bother him. Yeah, he okay. comes to see us. And then Luke, we had Luke here. Luke is American, born American. Yeah. We had him in yeah. Boston, and and. He's a, such a good kid. Yeah, yeah he's he got good
1: heart. Yeah, good yeah, he's guy.
0: out there. He's making the community oh, better oh, yeah. in oh, yeah. so many ways.
1: Yes, no, I'm proud of my brother. I'm proud of my dad. So oh. when I go wow, some places and they of yourself say that, too. they oh, was yeah. like, "How do you become a like a leader? Um, <laughs> Did do I don't know? Do you have that? Someone show you how to be a leader, or you have that? You know that around you around me? I was like, oh, my dad and and my first my grandma Uh because you know my grandma she was like a uh, A she was a leader there and you and Luke so I was like yeah
0: so do you still have a lot of family still in Haiti or just Dominican Republic
1: we do we have have family in Haiti we have family
2: in Haiti but they are like extended family okay we have a uh, we have cousin, uncle, cousin. cousins. I
1: cousins. have my cousins yeah. in Haiti and then yeah. I have my brother in Dominican Republic. Yeah. So I'm trying to have him move here because it takes a lot to Yeah, huh.
2: it is. His heart is over there. and we have. But in Boston, we have we have the whole family is in Boston. Mm-hmm. My yeah. brother is a pastor there, a, a, a permanent, permanent church, Raymond. And my mom is 97 years old. She's oh, in Boston. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, Good for is, her. Oh, yeah. And wow. uh, uh, my older brother Eddie is an engineer, a civil engineer, is over there, and we have uh, lots of nephews and cousins. And yeah, it's about like sixty of them over there in Boston. So you probably go over to Boston. Yeah,
0: often, often, often. often yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's wonderful. Yeah, it'd be great. You know, I always think that that's kind of what you need is that critical mass yes. of people, right? right? I mean, you know, the more Haitian folks that we get here, the more. Comfortable from people from Haiti mm-hmm. will be that want to yeah, live here. Right, yeah, right. yeah, it's
1: it's true because like we have some people that came from the Mexico border too. Yeah.
0: Oh like yeah, yeah. I was going to ask escape. you about yeah, that. Yeah,
1: we do have. So we have one of the people we are helping today. He when he. He got caught at the border, mm-hmm. and then they arrest him, and then he went to uh, detention for two months and stuff, and then they were going to send him back to Haiti. I said, no, please do not. Yeah. Send him to me. Yeah. And yeah, today, finally, they got his uh, ankle bracelet out. Oh, okay. It was nice. Good deal. Yeah, yeah. It Because nice.
0: yeah. I know a lot of people who are refugees mm-hmm. apply for asylum yeah. coming across the Mexico border from, from all over the place, and... Um, do you find like, do you, are there, are there, is there a Jamaican presence in Spokane at all? Do you think? Yes, or-
2: there is a Jamaican presence.
0: How- how do you? How do Jamaicans and Haitians get along? Are they well? Pretty? They
2: always get along. <laughs> yeah, I mean you can't you can't differentiate them. But Jamaicans are a little rougher than Haitians. Like when you look at them, they're like a little rougher. I'm sorry, if Jamaicans. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a reggae hour on after this show. So, <laughs> so but uh, they are nice people. They yeah, they are good getters too. Jamaicans are like they strive. You know, I, I like that in them. It just looks like. Uh, Looks like we came from the same part of Africa. I don't know because they have something in them that they always strive to be great in. And, uh, um but they have their cuisine, which is you know close to ours. Yeah. But they are close knit people. Like they, they stick to 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 their own. Okay. And uh and uh, so they have some Jamaicans here, but there's not a lot, not yeah. a lot well, in Boston. Yes. Okay.
0: okay. Or, well, I know Haiti had like wasn't Haiti the only like Slave revolt that succeeded that
2: divided yes. country. Right? That's the only. Mm-hmm. Most of the the rest they didn't fight for freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Haiti helped most of these other uh, people to get to become freed, mm-hmm. and even even uh, United States uh, we helped them too. Okay. So, um, but uh, but uh, right now is Haiti needs help right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We do oh need
0: help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, why don't we? Why don't we? We've got to go do we're done here yes. but before we go yes. let's tell folks one more time how they can find out more about creole resources
2: yes. creole resources is uh is a uh, uh, organization that is destined to help people in need and if you have a second language it, if it happens to be creole or if it happens to be uh, spanish or come our way we will help you uh Speak a better language, or before you could go to other school. And if you have problems like um, you can't find a home to stay because it's hard right now, mm-hmm. we will help you find a home, uh, rent a home. If you want a job, looking for a job, you could come to us. We'll fill application for. A, we'll go around with you. We'll find your job. And and anything else that you might, you might need. If you have you been abused, mm-hmm. okay, um, discriminated against, mm-hmm. okay, so. I, I happen to be uh, in uh in uh i happen to be a, a member of the uh, human rights commission so um I learned a lot about it I'm a commissioner for the mm-hmm. state I learned a lot about it so I can guide you through where you could find help because a lot of people are being discriminated against mm-hmm. and and discrimination in you know, all sorts of discrimination and it's it's not right no. it's not right to be. Do not do not accept to be discriminated against, and and we are here to help you too. Okay. Therefore, uh, queer resources is here for good. We want to help people. We want to do good. And if you want to help queer resources to help people, you could call one five zero nine 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 zero six four seven two. Ask for Katia Jasmine, and uh, we will let you know everything about queer resources and where you can invest your time and.
1: And Energy. our Facebook page is Creole Resources, and our webpage um, is com, and Instagram Creole Resources. All right. Well, yep.
0: fantastic. Thanks for being on the show. We thank you for, yeah. having, for having us. us. Yes. Yeah. And, and we'll do this again sometime. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you're listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, and we're going to join probably uh, Jim Hightower now, I think. Let's see.
3: ...when I read that Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, and other Republicans were concocting a whole new xenophobic bugaboo to goose up their anti-immigrant demagoguery. We can't just fear the invasion coming across our southern border, they cry. Indeed, Haley wailed, it's the northern border, too, adding ominously that we must do whatever it takes to keep people out. And then DeSantis piled on, saying we should wall off America's Canadian border. Meanwhile, nearly all residents living along that fifty five hundred mile boundary fear the political wallmongers more than the imaginary threat of foreigners surging across illegally. People have always been coming through Canada, says a clerk at a general store in far north New Hampshire. Scoffing at the silly political hype, she says, I don't think the residents are really worried. This is Jim Hightower saying, But chicken little politicos won't be shooed off by reality. After all, They still have the East, West, and Gulf Coasts to shut off, so expect them to propose razor wire for the entire U.S. shoreline. Their ridiculousness makes fromm satire seem rational. The Hightower Radio Lowdown is made possible by you subscribers to Jim Hightower's Lowdown on Substack. Find us at jimhightower.substack.com.
1: You're tuned to KYRS, Medical Lake, Spokane,
0: 88.1. and 92.3 FM.
4: The following program was pre-recorded.
3: From New York, this is Democracy Now! What we saw was minutes of someone struggling for their life. We saw minutes of someone heaving back and forth. We saw spit. We saw all sorts of stuff from his mouth develop on the mask. We saw this mask tied to the gurney and him ripping his head forward over and over and over again. Just days after Alabama became the first state to gas a man to death using Nike.